buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you got a, a grocery store, a liquor store, a retail store, and you're having trouble finding employees, or maybe you can't get them to come to work, well, do like the big boys are doing, like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. Do a self-checkout system. That's right. Give them a call at 800-540-2149. Talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramon. Have them come out, take a look at your facility, and if they can make their uh, system work at your facility – You'll have 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week support. You won't have to go alone. It's an NCR uh, program, so you know they're, good, they're solid about what they do. They've got tons and tons of experience, so give them a call, 800-540-2149. And if you're into hot rods, parts, pieces, then you need to go to Hot Rods and Custom Stuff, located at 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Go to Hot Rods Custom Stuff. Dot com. All right, I had Fox Shocks on KUSI Saturday, and you know they're a local sta- uh, sta- uh, company, and Corey Eastman, marketing manager, was on, and we also did an interview during the week. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, well, I was at an event uh, at uh, Lake Elsinore with Fox Shocks and Suspension, met Corey Eastman, amazing gentleman, knows everything there is to know about shocks. And I got him online, and we're going to talk a little bit about the shock industry because I don't think a lot of people really realize how important it is to your everyday ride. Corey took me and my camera guy, Mike, for a, a run around a track and showed us from mild to wild, from stock to mild to full-blown how much a shock system makes a difference. Corey, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So... Let's start from the beginning. How did Fox Shocks actually come to be? Um, it's a great question. Fox, uh, you know, grew out of, of pure enthusiasm. I, I'd like to think that, you know, this is, this is what, who we still are today. Um, we're a racing company. We're, we're an enthusiast company. Um, you know, and that's really what started it is our founder, Bob Fox, um, felt that there was a better solution um, for originally uh, motorcycle motocross suspension. Uh, felt that the shocks of the day – um, simply didn't offer the level of performance and uh, and function that that they could. Uh, and being an engineer, he he set to work and started doing drawings and started carving up aluminum and and, and figuring things out. And that's really that was the birth of the company. Um, and really, that's who we've been ever since then. Ever since the mid '70s, when Bob did that, uh, we've been about solving suspension problems, solving a solution, looking at you know what the consumer has available to them, uh, and coming up with a better way. Uh, to, to solve that and, and give the consumer a better ride, better control, and as we talked about out in Elsador, more comfort. And when you get comfort, uh, everything else sort of is a multiplier from that. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is, yeah, you know, and, and I love I love the stories. I love to know how they came to be. And, you know, and you're right. And it's motorsports usually has a 99% of the basis. You know, somebody wants to go faster, they want to, have something that 
you know, gives them a better better uh, end result. So that that's that's exciting. Now going from there, and he probably started in his garage to today. You've got a Fox shock and suspension application for just about every vehicle out there that does anything with off-road or motorsports. Uh, correct, yes, uh, very, very much so. Not only do we have a large aftermarket offering, we also, um, you know, are OE equipment on, on lots of different vehicles. Um, you know, when it comes to the side-by-side space, uh, any of the top-performing uh, side-by-sides by Honda, Can-Am, Polaris, Yamaha, um, you know, all of those companies, uh, they come actually standard uh, with uh, Fox Shocks. Um, I was just at an intro of a new Kawasaki product, um, and it's using our live valve technology. It's using a lot of our, our race-developed technology, um, you know, right from the, right from the dealership flo- uh, floor. So that's a pretty, pretty uh, massive amount of, of capability that you're getting uh, right out of the box. Uh, on the automotive space, I think probably the, the most known is that the Ford Raptor from its very onset, from the actual design stage, uh, was built, um, you know, utilizing Fox products, um, and to this day still comes with an always sort of evolving uh, Fox suspension package, um, giving you just phenomenal um, capability right out of the box um, with that vehicle. And then, you know, we also are on, on uh, select Jeep and, and, and uh, select Toyota TRD Pro, uh, things like that. So, um, you know, we've really gone from being an aftermarket solution to now even being integrated into a lot of vehicles from the very first part of the design process. And, you know, by you getting on the manufacturers, Jeep and Ford, people, I'm telling you, getting them to sign off on a product is not the easiest customer out there because the manufacturers, those guys are super hardcore about what they want and what they're looking for. And for 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 them, you know, to have you supply them with their shocks you know, and, and possibly suspension is really a feather in your cap. I mean, that's like getting an Academy Award, if you ask me. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it is quite an accomplishment. We have an absolutely amazing team um, of engineers. Um, they are uh, literally out every day working with these, with these customers. So, um, you know, that's, that's a big part of it is um, it's, not, it's not a sticker. Um, you know, it, it's easy to recognize because we've got a great logo and a great brand, um, but it's everything inside that matters. Right, exactly. And, you know, you, you, the other thing that you have as well is, you know, there's a lot of folks, guys and girls out there that like to do stuff themselves, and you have an assist program as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, so Fox uh, is actually Fox Factory, and from an aftermarket standpoint, um, we have uh, multiple different companies that can supply uh, a lot of your aftermarket needs when it comes to what you might be looking for um, with your current vehicle, whether that's something you want to build yourself or take to a shop. Um, you know, uh, Fox owns JKS suspension, um, you know, specializes in, in uh, all manners of Jeep lift from, from kind of mild to wild, uh, and then BDS, which, which – uh, offer some Jeep product, but they offer a full line of lifts uh, across the truck market. Um, and so all of those, what's great about having our own lift companies is that, you know, we're able to design the entire system with Fox suspension. Um, certainly there are other customers that we have that use Fox shocks on their lifts, um, but the customers really never had more options than what they have today. Uh, it really just comes down to what are you looking to do with your vehicle? Um, and there's lots of great ways to, to, to go about sort of, you know, putting it all down on paper, figuring out what it is you want to do, where, where it is you want to use it, 
uh, and then taking that um, all the way to a, a real build uh, in a, a vehicle that you can go out and enjoy. Right. And the thing I like is that you guys are so accessible. You know, if somebody doesn't really know what they want, then you, you'll you sit down with them via email or via the, on the computer or by phone or even in person at a, at a trade show and say, okay, well, if this is what you're looking at, we have basically A, B, or C. Tell me more about what you're trying to do. So that when that customer buys the product, they're happy, you're happy, and they're telling everybody else how happy they are. And that's really the goal. Absolutely. And, you know, understanding that, um, you know, the reality is, is that there's a lot of different uses that people have. Um, you know, if you've got a solid idea as to how you want to use your vehicle, um, it's really easy to build the right, um, you know, sort of product mix around that. Uh, and, and also, you know, what we find with a lot of customers is, um, you know, these vehicles morph. Um, you know, I know my personal vehicles, you know, there's the initial setup, then there's what that setup is a year and a half later, two years later, three years later, um, you know, they keep, you know, that's what's sort of fun about it is you learn more um, as you discover a vehicle's capability. Um, suddenly you have a desire to see if you can't push that capability a little bit further. Um, and that's why we sort of have a, a three-tier system when it comes to our shocks. Um, our performance is sort of our first level of, uh, of performance suspension. It's a two-inch aluminum body. Um, you know, it really offers a very wide uh, range of use. Then our Performance Elite, which is a, a two-and-a-half-inch aluminum body, uh, it adds, um, you know, more ability to, to do work, to handle different terrain. It's got a bigger internal piston, um, all of that good stuff. Uh, and then it also adds the ability to adjust. So now as you add weight, take weight out, uh, add speed, go you know, slower, any of those types of things, uh, you can now actually adjust your low speed and your high speed compression. And then, of course, at the very top of our line, we have our factory uh, suspension, which um, adds our patented internal bypass uh, and really just creates an amazing shock with, with near endless, um, you know, capability. Um, you know, we'll put up with days on end uh, of the, the hardships off-roading uh, and, and still deliver very consistent um, performance um, throughout. So that's really been our goal is to sort of recognize how consumers like to use their vehicles, uh, where they want to take them, and how they want to grow with them and offer products that, that uh, help, help customers do that. All right, buddy. Man, I tell you, what a great interview. I can't wait. We're going to do some KUSI. That's coming up. So until then, we will talk to you down the road. And when new products come out or new applications, let's get back online and let's uh, educate the masses. We'd love to. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you live in East County and you're looking for a propane provider that will treat you right, go to sd-propane.com. 619-460-1705. Dave and his family will treat you like family. They only take care of the East County. I've been using them, and I've never been happier. Also, Express Auto Service, 7633 Oklahoma Boulevard, 619-463-1484. Great family repair shop. They take care of all my cars, and they take care of them like as if they were their own. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? How's it going? Uh, you know, just living the dream. I was going to say dealing with the heat, but nobody's got heat like you got heat, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we could uh, 
we could grill hot dogs on the sidewalk if we wanted to. I'm serious. Um, as a hot attack. So, hey, you're in the Lexus UX Hybrid 250H. That is a great little hybrid. I love that car. You know, yeah, and it's so funny because um, I really love it, too. And I guess I haven't driven one in quite a while and, and had kind of forgotten, like, uh, how much I like it. You know, it's it's kind of an extra small crossover or subcompact SUV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so nimble and it's, it's kind of sprightly, um, because it just, it corners well. Um, it, it, it's got a little pep, uh, matter of fact, my neighbor and I were talking cause she saw it and she was like, Oh, I really like that blue on it. And I said, yeah, she's getting ready to, um, her lease is ending. She's got a, a big, uh, Lexus SUV and she's like, you know, it's just me. And like, I don't drive anybody around. I, I'm going to go smaller. She's like, I'm not going to get the UX. That's too small. Yeah. She's like, but I like the color. And she's like, and I'm getting ready to go with my first hybrid. And I was like, oh, did you test drive one yet? And she's like, yeah, I did. And she was like, uh, she's looking at the RX and she was like, it's got like pep. And I said, yeah, they're torquey. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she looked at me kind of funny because, you know, uh, I guess car people talk torquey, but, you know, you say that to like somebody else and they're just kind of like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. But, um, <laughs> But, yeah, we were both just like, all right, it's got some get up and go, um, which is, uh, you know, I guess exciting, when you, especially when you're not expecting it. Um, this has got a two-liter four-cylinder engine with a hybrid system, 181 horsepower, does have a CVT, um, and I know that that scares a lot of people. But to tell you, if I didn't know it had a CVT, I don't think I would have noticed it. Mm. Um, uh, tight turning radius. And then the one I had was the Blackline Special Edition, and I love the extra touches. Um, which is kind of ironic because I'm not really like a design type person. Um, if you walked in my house, you know, you mm. would be like, okay, you just threw some stuff here and you threw some stuff there and whatever. Um, but the, the blue, um, you know, it's got the black painted wheels, the black exterior styling, the blue seat belt, some blue interior trim highlights. Even the key was neat. Um, it's kind of one of the first thing I noticed. I was like, I feel like I have a sporty key. And so kind of what struck me like, my initial thought was, you know, this is a perfect luxury vehicle for somebody who's kind of in the entry level. Like, they're getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still single. They're not hauling kids in the back. They're not uh, hauling all kinds of cargo around. They're not going to Costco and buying the store out like I do every trip. Um, it's kind of a perfect perfect vehicle for that person, don't you think? I totally agree. And, and you know, like you say, well, you know, I'm not really into a Toyota. You know, I really think, you know, I've come a long way. I graduated from college. Or maybe I just working the trade fields, and I'm making good money. I'd like to just kind of treat myself. I think the Lexus, I, in fact, it's funny. I had it. Now, it's not a, it's not the hybrid, but a, a, one of the guys that I, I, he works at a restaurant, and the guy works like seven days a week, and he's amazing. He keeps telling me, I'm getting a BMW M3. I'm getting a BMW M3. <laughs> and I said, really? You're going to get a BMW M3? Nothing wrong with BMW M3s. I says, have you looked at the RC350? He goes, no. So he looked at it, and guess what he's driving? He said, that is the most amazing car. And that's what Lexus does. Lexus makes awesome cars. And there's one out there for everybody. In fact, I found a Lexus hat within my collection. I gave it to him this morning at breakfast. You thought I gave him a million dollars, but he loves that car. And the same, And I have an older Lexus RX330. That I bought off a buddy wow. of mine. It's got 220,000 miles on it, and it drives like a dream. It's my wife's favorite car out of all the cars that we own. There's just something about owning a Lexus. I don't know what it is. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's funny you said that. I'm actually I'm wearing my Lexus hat right now. I, I lost my favorite Lexus hat when we did a European trip uh, two summers ago. I reached out to Lexus. I'm like, this is my favorite hat. We're all the time. It like has that dry material or whatever. Oh yeah. And I was like, do you have any more? Like, can you check your closets? I'll buy it. You know. And, yeah. and they actually sent me a couple, and so I'm wearing one right now. And didn't even think about the fact that I was driving a Lexus and wearing a hat. And my daughter's <laughs> like, are you getting extra this week or like what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like. Lexus hat, driving a Lexus, and I was like, didn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, you've got a great point. Like, I, I love BMWs for their driving dynamics. I love yeah. German cars for their driving dynamics. Um, they certainly have a little something extra or something special um, that not all cars have. But this is the only hybrid in the segment, uh, the 250 UX250H. UX the only hybrid in the segment. And your maintenance cost and your resale value – blow the bmw out of the water right so it's it it costs a lot less to maintain and it may it, it, it's resale value you know i mean bmws again nothing against them but you drive them off the lot and you just you, your heart rate goes high and the uh the the depreciation goes low you know yeah. it, just, it drops you know, um with, but, and how often do you really use what a bmw offers how often do you really really use that it's it's like a buddy of mine bought a car with paddle shifters. He had to have paddle shifters. So I said, all right, all right, if you need them, okay, get it. And he bought a BMW, got the paddle shifters. And I don't know, I, six months later, we were talking. And I said, so how you like those paddles? He goes, what paddles? I go, those little things he, behind he the steering wheel. He had completely forgot about them. He doesn't even use them. So that's kind of my mindset. How often, you know, that's like buying a sports car with, 700 horsepower really how often are you going to use that yeah i mean for sure plus i mean the base price on the ux thirty five thousand two hundred. yeah you can't beat that um you know obviously i had the uh, black lawn special edition and performance package so i was at 41.8 but still but with the price of gas being so high right now and the fact that you're getting like mad bank gas mileage in this thing i mean you're getting uh, 39 combined, 41 yeah. city, 38 highway. Heck, for what you're saving in gas, you can spend on the car payment, you know? Don't talk to me about gas prices, young lady. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a trigger. Uh, we're over $5 a gallon. Oh, man, we're still not even at three. <sighs> I think I think it's like 289 or something. Uh, I'm going to buy a gas but, transport. But don't come to Texas. We're closed. We're I'm coming to get your gas. I'm going to buy a gas <laughs> tanker, and I'm coming to your house. Darn, I can't. And the and the gases are the same. Don't even get me started. Anyway, back to the Lexus. Uh, the connectivity, I had, it was simple when I downloaded my phone. I liked that. There wasn't, there really, I can't honestly say there wasn't anything about that car I didn't like. No, you know what, they've, they've come miles with their uh, trackpad and yeah. improving their, right. their infotainment. It's, it's still not where I want it to be, but yeah. it's closer and closer with every model. So I'm not complaining about it. It just it takes a little bit of getting used to. You know what? Here's something funny. Uh, I'm managing a Facebook page for a colleague of ours right now, and we asked the question, technology. You either love it or you hate it. Right. What's your most loved technology? What's the technology you hate the most? And do you know what the most hated technology is? Touchscreen. Oh. People hate touchscreens. Yeah. Because – you know, they leave fingerprints for one. Oh. It takes your eyes off the road because you don't have the, you know, they, everybody's taking away the actual knobs. I know. So you're constantly cleaning the screen and stuff. And so, you know, this one's not a touch screen. You just use your trackpad. Well, now people are like, well, but 
but it's, you know, it's oversensitive or I can't get it to do what I want. Well, I think that's just a small learning curve. I think, you know, you, and also you can always use the voice commands. Right. And it's so, less, it's less sensitive today than it was three years ago. Cause I'm telling you what, if you blew on that, that pad, it would change your channels. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, if you actually brushed your hand across it, then it'd take you 20 minutes to get back on the station that you were listening to or, or your nab or what have you. No, they've, they've really toned that down, which I, I am thrilled. But, and I like the redundancy because yes, you have the voice command and you also have controls on the steering wheel as well. So it's not like they leave you hanging with just one way to, to move around inside the car. Yeah, and the voice commands are extremely well. I won't I won't say the manufacturer, but Marlin has a similar car this week, similar vehicle. And my gosh, I mean, I, I, I did the sync of the Bluetooth because he was going to the VA, and I was trying to, like, just remind him, like, how to use it, right? And I'm, I go, call Wendy, and it's, like, not recognized. I'm like, call Wendy, not recognized. I'm like, call wife. And it's like, we cannot understand your command. And I'm like, are you serious? And I hop into Lexus and I'm like, call Marlon. And it's like calling Marlon. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm like, I can almost tell you which manufacturer that is, but we won't do that. And and you end up yelling. Have you ever noticed how you yell at your car when it doesn't do what you You get you angry. Yes. You do. You start getting it. And, and you know, I mean, and then, of course, for me, if I have my kids in the back seat and I'm yelling at the car because it doesn't understand me, and I'm at the traffic light, I'm like, I know these people think I'm yelling at my children. I know, I know. Um, and it's not like you have a heavy, heavy accent. You know, and that's the other thing, too. It's not like, you know, you're from Bangladesh. You know, I just, I had a lady set up a Sears appointment, and I said, clean the vents that's all i want to have done so the guy comes out yes uh, what seems to be wrong with your uh your, your dryer i said there's nothing wrong with my dryer i want the vents clean <laughs> oh well i don't do that service you'll have to call this number but do you think i would get a, a, a an email asking me how that experience was no because i would have told him oh i was so angry i couldn't even see straight anyway i feel much better Jeez. now well, well, you know, now that you got that off your chest, I will just mention this when, you know, I was talking about the, the kids. And like I said, it's probably more a vehicle for, you know, a single person, yeah. newly married person, because yeah. the back seat's a little tight. Yeah. But, yeah. But the kids do fit in it. And what I really do like is that they put in Lexus, instead of having like an infotainment in the back seat, they've got a device holder. Right. So if I do take one of my kids up to the store, they can just bring their own iPad. They throw it in the device holder. It's Perfect. now hands free. They can. I love that they did that. I think yeah. that's really great. Well, they got smart, you know. And I, I and then it keeps the fighting down, and it, you still have your connectivity. It works out great. Hey, you know, it's always a blast talking to you. I get the biggest kick out. Hopefully, I'm going to see you on a press event down the road. My goodness. I know, I know. I feel like I'm still on lockdown. I'm not really, but I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll cross paths soon, or else you'll just come out to Texas for some gas and stay with us. Yeah, uh, you know what? I might just do that. All right, how do people follow you around? Uh, Zany Mom in Texas on Twitter, Twitter, and uh, follow us at uh, Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. I'll talk to you next week. All right, kiddo, we're going to take a quick break. You ought to know. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by Weather Machine, air conditioning and heating. Family owned and operated for over three generations. Nobody does it better. And the cool thing about these guys, if you need anything for your system and it's out of stock and nobody makes it, they have their own sheet metal shop right on premises. They also have a C43 license. They have everything necessary to take care of your your, uh, air conditioning 
and heating. They got an A-plus rating with the BBB. Give them a call, 619-443-9974, or go to weathermachine.net. All right, hey, we got Brian Armstead on the line. Hey, Brian, how's it going, buddy? I'm great, Dave. How are you today? Oh, man, just having a good old time. Just sitting here, just, you know, chatting away, loving loving life. And I see you were in the uh, Hyundai Tucson. 2022, and I'm playing with the paddle shifters. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that a hoot? That is absolutely funny. Is. I know. It is. Well, Dave, you know, you know, you know Hyundai and their uh, sister company, Kia, are synonymous with, you know, with it's all in there. It's like up a dance. Everything is in a pot and stirred up, and Mama Celeste comes up and, and serves you all your pasta with sauce and the bread. and all, It's all there. Uh-huh. The lettuce, the salad. You know, it's amazing how much they, and I know I've said that, uh, used that analogy before, but it's true. They literally throw everything but the kitchen sink in with it when you buy the car. And in the case of this 2022 Hyundai Tucson, the kitchen sink is a pair of carpeted floor mats for $169. I've got the top-level Tucson Limited all-wheel drive trim, and it's got like 50 items here, maybe 25, 30 and they're all standard equipment, 10.25-inch digital instrument cluster right in front of me. Another 10.25-inch navigation display, all touchscreen. I know Kristen said people hate touchscreens. My biggest beef in a car, auto start-stop systems. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The 2021 model Hyundai Tucson had six trim levels, but for 2022... You've got SE starting at 24950 then it goes to SEL. And then you have the limited trim level, which is what I'm in today, that starts at 36100 Now, uh, 36100 you're creeping into Hyundai Palisade territory, you know, for a front-wheel drive model that's not fully loaded. So, again, if you need something a little larger and you want to spend about the same money that you would for a fully loaded Tucson, you can go up in size to the Hyundai Palisade, another excellent vehicle. There's not a bad vehicle in the Hyundai lineup. You know, their accent uh, may be too small for some folks and, you know, may not have the crashworthiness, even though it's pretty good in crashworthiness. Size does matter when it comes to competing on the road with today's Yukons and Escalades and F-150s and 250s. And, you know, we got the Hummer truck coming and the, you know, all kinds of large and in charge vehicles. So, I always uh, suggest you buy something a little bit larger, particularly for younger people. If you're, you know, if you're a senior or if you're an experienced driver, if you want a small vehicle, no, no trouble. But uh, for your kids, don't buy them the base model, the little tiny car, because they need to have a little crash from around them as they learn how to navigate, escalate uh, littered um, highways and uh, and byways. So, um, you know, I like the vehicle, Dave. It's got some radical styling. If the styling is a little much for you, you know, Kia has the Sorento, which is a little sportier but less flashy in terms of styling. I like it. My my tester is finished in Portofino gray. It's got a black-on-black interior with nice, subtle gray um, uh, accents on the seats, on the doors. I'm not sure if they're real metal. They, they're not cold or warm, so they're probably plastic, but it works well. Mm-hmm. Got a piano black center stack. The, uh, the integrated screens are like the one in the center. The one in front of you is built into the dash, of course. But the one in front of you is also built into the dash as opposed to some of these car manufacturers that are having the screens rise above the dash. So it looks like somebody stuck an iPad on top mm-hmm. of the dash and kind of glued it into place. 
this is all integrated. And it's, you know, one, one touch, swipe. Um, I'm in a, a, a mode right now for the uh, cooling system called Diffuse. And what it does, Dave, it lowers the air coming out of the center vents, which on a 95-degree day, which is what it is right now here in, in my area, the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, I want all the cold air coming from the upper vent so it can blow directly on me. But because I'm on the air, and this car does not seem to have uh, the system where you, when you're on the phone, it lowers the volume of the, uh, the cooling system, you know, the fan speed. Um, or maybe that's what quiet mode is all about. I'm afraid to touch it because I may do something with the phone. But I see a quiet mode here on the, um, on the screen. But I'm in, I just press a button called diffuse, and it, 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 diffuse, it changes the air from upper to upper and lower, and it makes the um, uh, air conditioning system a lot quieter. Of course, I turn the fan speed down. That helps as well. But with the three bars of fan speed that I'm showing, by just pressing that simple button, uh, it, it made a difference. Another cool feature is that below the center stack, you got the little lower bin and cool. You know everybody has a little storage area where you can throw all your junk. Mm-hmm. Well, the key wire that's charging usually ends up on the bottom, and then you end up throwing junk on top of your phone while it's charging wirelessly. Well, Hyundai has a very cool solution to it. The wireless charging port is slanted upwards. So you place your phone in the cradle, a light comes on indicating that it's starting to charge, but you still have the area in front to put your garage door opener, your keys, whatever you want down there. And it's, it's like one of those little tiny things that Hyundai does that's just a brilliant stroke that they never get credit for. But it's like, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's a little tiny touch, but it's brilliant. I mean, this thing has all-wheel drive lock. If you, you know, if you get stuck in the snow, you can lock something i don't you know of course it doesn't have a locking differentials but or maybe it does but it has an all-wheel drive lock feature it has um a feature called downhill brake control which is their version of hill descent control which is nice if you're off-road now the the tucson dave is powered by a 2.5 liter smart stream four-cylinder with gasoline direct injection and multi-port injection now, i got to tell you, Dave, in regular mode, which is normal, this baby is just slow. It's a slow son of a gun. If you want to bring it to life, you put it in sport, and it, it really performs well. But the only problem is every time you shut the motor down and restart it, you're back to, smart mo- uh, to uh, normal mode, rather. Uh, it also has a smart mode. i got to determine what that's all about. And then a snowball. Maybe smart mode figures out the, the best balance between the two. Like if you put your foot heavy into it, maybe it goes into sport mode. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, we get in these cars and it's so laden with technology now, it's hard to absorb all of the features in the short period of time we get to drive them. And I've got two other vehicles this week. I've got a monstrous GMC Yukon sitting beside me that makes this um, um, Tucson look like a little toy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just difficult. These cars are so technologically advanced now. Even the basic cars like, a, you know, a Hyundai Tucson. You know, it's not a luxury vehicle by any stretch of the imagination. The full price is $37,454, which includes $11,85 for a destination and those famous kitchen sink carpet mats for $169. And, and for the life of me, I don't understand why they just didn't include that, those carpet mats and everything else. There's not a single other option in the car. Except for carpet mats. I mean, come on, you know. Don't the, the get me, really hey, Don't get me started. <laughs> Nothing I hate worst 
until they turn around and charge me for floor mats. Put them in right. the price of the vehicle. Put them in the car. God, this thing I has hate Hyundai, that. Hyundai, Hyundai Blue Link. It's got yeah. HD radio. It is loaded. It is absolutely loaded. You know your favorite paddle shifters. Um, yeah. Got a you know trip computer. I love the. It's a full digital display up front. You know you've got digital speedometer, mm-hmm. digital digital tachometer, digital gauges. It's on the road, nice and quiet. You can fold down the, uh, the second row. There's actually a decent amount of room behind me, Dave, with my seat uh, um, all the way back. Now, if you're a new listener to You Ought to Know and, and to this segment that I do with uh, Dave every Sunday, I guess we've been on for like five years now, Dave. Uh, you'll we, know that have, I'm uh, six. Go ahead, bro. We've been on that long? I think we're coming up on Whoa. four to five years now. Wow. Yeah. Um I, uh, we, um, you know, you know that I'm a giant, I'm really tall, I'm six foot nine. So to have any kind of room behind me in a vehicle is, is a, a bonus. A normal person could actually sit behind me in this car and, uh, plenty of headroom. It's got a panoramic roof with a nice shade. There's no light blue through with the shade. Cause when I want the shade covered, I don't want any light coming through. I don't want any, I don't want little small holes that let a little bit of light in. I don't want any light at all. So this is one of those kind of uh, sunshades on a glass panoramic roof. Uh, and it's just a really, really nice feature. And, of course, it's a um, it's a split panoramic roof, so you can slide it all the way open if you want. And then the uh, portion over the rear seats is, is static, but it provides a nice sunroof. And then a, the wind deflector bug screen pops up to mm-hmm. keep everything, you know, all the little favorite gnats and mosquitoes, all kinds of uh, God's creatures out of your vehicle. A vision, if you look over your right shoulder, you can, the uh, vision with the C and D pillars is pretty good. A little small porthole that allows you to see traffic so you don't have huge blind spots. It does everything well, Dave. Um, I have no complaints about it except for the power in normal mode is just, you know, it's like, whoa, one one-thousandth of a second, two one-thousandths. Right. You know, Kim, are we there yet? You know, can <laughs> do yeah. <laughs> can I watch another movie till I get to 60 miles an hour? Yeah. But again, put it in sport mode, and you're good to go. You sacrifice fuel economy, of course, but you know when you need to get out of the way of a monster uh, pickup truck, you you need to be able to get up and move. I've been averaging about 26 miles a gallon. Yeah. That is right on the money with what um, with what Hyundai predicts as a combined city highway MPG 24 city 29 highway. It burns regular gas. It's got Hyundai's vaunted warranty, five-year, 50,000, 60,000-mile new vehicle warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, seven-year unlimited-mile uh, rust warranty, three years, 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance, which is a new twist for Hyundai. They didn't, and Kia, they didn't offer that at first. Mm-mm. And then, you know, some other manufacturers started tossing it, and that's a real bonus. And then five years unlimited roadside assistance, just the most sensational warranty ever in the history of warranties. Mitsubishi has mimicked a lot of what they offer now, but all kinds of safety, forward collision, avoidance, lane keeping assist, driver attention warning, blind spot, and of course the Hyundai Kia turn signals, where if you turn on the left turn signal, the mile per hour gauge turns into a camera, so you can see entirely down the left side of the vehicle. If you hit the turn signal to the right, the uh, right side uh, camera comes on. I can see some large 22-inch wheels on the Yukon beside me, but I can see my neighbor's house behind me. But if you're on the roadway, of course, 
you can see what's coming. It's a blind spot eliminator extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. This is a well-screwed-together, well-done vehicle, LED headlights. I mean, just features galore. Again, it, I'd be on the whole hour telling you about all these different features. Yeah. Uh, the, car can, the car can park itself or move itself out of a uh, parking space with the um, – you know, Hyundai has this system where you press a button and some jerk in a in a vehicle is parked too close for you to even get in the car and press the button and pulls out of the parking space. Yeah. You can get right in. And if it senses that something is in the way while it's pulling out, the sensors will stop the vehicle. Yep. So they've thought about just about everything with this vehicle. Go to HyundaiUSA.com, Dave, and you can check out and spec out your very own Tucson and see some of the other fine products, the, the larger Palisade, the smaller um, Kona and, and the, uh, the other fine vehicles, the venue, yep. you know, they've got some really, uh, really, really cool vehicles. So uh, highly recommended. If you want to go a little bit larger, you get the Santa Fe also, Hyundai Santa Fe and the Palisade is the top of the line. So they've got, if you want an SUV, if you want a sedan and Dave, Newsflash, the 2022 Veracruz, um, be yeah. driving that in a couple of, a couple of weeks. Um, they're going to offer a small pickup truck. So I'm really excited about actually heading out your way to Palo Alto to drive the uh, Veracruz shortly. And I'm, I'm looking forward to what that's all about. That's going to be a, a big seller, I believe. I think a lot of people yeah. like the Rangers, yeah. all, you know, small pickup. Yep. But they just want something reliable and safe, and I, I believe the Hyundai is, is certainly going to going to bring that on. You got it. All right, buddy. Well, hey, how do people follow you around? You can follow me on, at Road Gear Sun on Instagram and Twitter, and as uh, Kristen always so definitely says on the You Ought to Know Facebook page. Thanks, guys. Uh, Chris, welcome back, and Dave. We'll talk to you next week. All right, turn your AC back on. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to You Ought to Know. Right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know. Right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified. Nobody does it better. Go to convoyautorepair.com. They're at 3909 Convoy Street in lovely San Diego. And right in the same facility, Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa scratches dings and dents. Nobody, absolutely nobody does it better. Hey, I was up in uh, L.A. last week. Do you know Mustang E? They went coast to coast, if you can believe that. Hey, man, I see you over there. Well, I interviewed Greg Ebel. He's the, uh, he is the guy that's running the whole show. Actually, it's not Greg. I, I wrote down the wrong name. It is Jason Mace. He's the EV and cross-vehicle marketer. Give him a call or take a listen. You'll love this interview. Well, guess what? Mustang E did it again. Got the top spot in Car and Driver's uh, uh, Electric Vehicle of the Year Award, which is, this is their first year doing it. Uh, we got uh, Jason Makes, EV and Cross Vehicle Marketing Guy, on the line. Doesn't surprise me in the least. I just had another uh, Mustang E. In fact, I was just up in L.A., and I got to talk to Robbie Buell and the team there running coast to coast and i have to say first question out of my out of my mouth was any issues he said not one he said that thing ran great no and that's that's what we've heard too people are able to take coast to coast road trips they're finding plentiful charging they're loving the technology the range has been fantastic and uh, we've gotten definitely a lot of thumbs up from owners who are taking it on long trips so that's great to hear robbie say the same thing 
Yeah, and it was funny too because he, you know, because he showed me a a map of where, where they went. I go, dang, that's not cross country. He goes, nah. You know, we went down to Amelia Island, and then we went back up, and we went. <laughs> so, I mean, that just shows confidence. And you guys did not have a battery charger following the car around. You guys relied on infrastructure. We did. That's the that's the cool thing. Uh, with every Mustang Mach-E, customers have access to the Ford Blue Oval Charging Network, which basically uh, stitches together um, a number of different uh, independent charging companies. So the cool thing is uh, we don't rely on one one set of chargers. It's it's many different companies across the country and local communities, as well as along in the interstate. Uh, so plenty of level two and level three DC fast charging options, depending on how much time you have to stop and, and charge. On their route, they were able to often plug into level two, and they also found the fast charge when they needed it. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's, it's exciting to see the infrastructure support uh, the growth in battery electrics, not just the Mustang Mach-E, but of the other 10 nameplates the current driver tested against it that we beat out. You know, I just had a question because back in 95, uh, I was given a, a the EV1 for a month, and all of the Saturn dealers at the time had chargers that the public could use. Are you guys doing that with the Ford dealerships? Can a, a person that has a Mach-E, if they're traveling and they're running low, can they swing into a dealer and get charged? They definitely can. We, uh, as a requirement for all of our uh, certified stores that can sell EVs, they all have a level two charger out front of the store that uh, folks can access. And in most cases, they have it set up as complimentary charging. They didn't put any kind of card reader on it. So uh, we have many stories of people looking. And as a matter of fact, in our navigation system, as you're driving, it'll pull up for dealers as uh, places to charge, depending on where you are. If you're in a local community and don't want to head to a business, you can always head over to a Ford store and charge. You know, and I think that makes good sense from a marketing point of view, too, because, I mean, while the person's in charging their Mustang E, and let's face it, folks, this will not be the last electric vehicle Ford makes, it'll give the consumer an opportunity to walk the lot and maybe even go into the parts department and, and just kind of look and see what kind of, you know, what inventories, because, you know, not everybody is as crazy as you and I are where we're looking at new vehicles all day long. You know, there's people that will buy a car and never go into another dealership again for, you know, because they they don't see any reason to. I think this that would be a good marketing tool. Oh, it is. It is for sure. And to your point, um, you know, the the average uh, owner is keeping a car over eight years these days uh, of a new vehicle. So it's a long time in between trips. And hopefully uh, with reliable, uh, you know, products, you're not going in for service too much either. So it is a good reason to bring people by a store. But it's also just another peace of mind if you're driving around uh, on a trip across country. It's nice to know you got 2,300 additional places. Those are the EV certified stores to stop in and charge if you needed to. Right, and and you know I, was, I really wanted to ask you that question because people talk to me about electric cars all the time, and now I can you know with confidence tell them that hey you know if you go to a, a Ford dealership that sells EVs, you know that's another opportunity for you to get you know your vehicle charged. So that that's that's good news. Most definitely. So now we got, yeah, so you've got the, and that is just great, car and driver, because they put that thing through the paces. Didn't they drive it over a 1,000 miles, just like if you were driving a gas car? Yeah, that's that's the really cool thing about this test. I mean, a lot of people will do head-to-head, maybe a weekend comparison or a couple days. This case, uh, they took 11 vehicles, including the Mustang Mach-E, drove them over a 1,000 miles. They definitely had to test out different types of charging, fast charging, level 2, 
um, and they did instrumented testing. And there's also subjective nature too, where they look at the styling and fun to drive. But um, yeah, this is the this is probably the first comparison I've seen as this uh, vast, where you have 11 nameplates, over a thousand miles, plenty of charging time, plenty of drive time, multiple jurors. So it it does uh, it does help I think for someone who's shopping just to take a look at it. Uh, certainly not plugging one publication over another or one journalist over another, but it's one of the more comprehensive tests we've seen so far. So it's uh, it's a great way to kind of get to know the vehicle when you drive, you get a thousand miles of seat time plus charging time. You really get to understand what it's like to live with and drive a BEV and you start to figure out that, you know, I can do this. I can charge at home overnight or if I'm on the go, there's plenty of charging there. And, and uh, these things are fun, fast, quiet, great technology. And I think uh, all those things were recognized by car and driver on the Mustang Mach-E in particular. Yeah, and this is nothing that you did. You guys at Ford didn't already know, because you put a lot more than thousand miles on the Mach E. I mean, you guys drove the wheels off that car, because the last thing you want to do is have it get out on the road and all of a sudden have a glitch. So this just verified what you already knew, right? So Dave, I'm a homer, so I definitely think that way. But uh, to your point, we put you know countless miles in cold weather testing, hot weather testing. Uh, Rough roads, smooth roads, you name it. Uh, it's got to it's got to be as reliable as an internal combustion vehicle that people have come to know and love, and uh, it definitely is. We we put it through its paces, and we also have employees running around in early units, beta units, to make sure the software is working, that software updates that come into the vehicle are working. Um, we've got uh, just so many people who are so passionate working at the men and women at Ford, and the employees have volunteered to help test and and do some extra things that go above and beyond in the testing procedures to make sure it's right for retail customers. So we definitely knew it, but it's nice to see uh, others recognize it as well. Well, congratulations, and I look forward to future awards, and I can't wait to see the lightning. Uh, Hopefully I'll be able to get behind the wheel of it. And, again, Jason, keep up the good work. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. On behalf of the men and women of Ford, we're super excited for this award and appreciate the time to chat to you today. All right, buddy. You take care, and have a great week. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. That was a great interview. Uh, I have to tell you, we didn't say it on the interview, but because I asked him if he had any mechanical issues with the E, and he goes, absolutely not. The problem they had was that when they went to go charge up, half the, the charging stations weren't working. So it's like I've been saying, they put the the cart in front of the horse. They need to get the infrastructure in before they start selling electric vehicles. Now, granted, you're not going to go cross-country. They just did it to prove it could be done. But like I said, that's been the downside, if you ask me. And that's just is what it is. That's that's a city. And, you know, like I said, it's if it's in California, we don't normally have bad chargers. But, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Racer Radio on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Play. 
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.